Today, we're talking about a school shooting in Nashville, new developments in Israel, an update on the banking system's woes, and other top news for Wednesday, March 29th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. Don't be normal. Be an example. Tim Tebow. Three nine-year-old students and three faculty members at a private Christian school in Nashville were killed Monday. According to Nashville police, the 28-year-old shooter, who was assigned female at birth and used male pronouns on a social media profile, is believed to be a former student. The assailant, carrying three legally purchased firearms, entered by shooting through the school's locked doors. While a motive is not known, it is clear it was a targeted and calculated attack. Police say more firearms purchased by the shooter were found along with a map of the school, a detailed attack route, and plans for additional attacks. Police have been praised for their swift response, which prevented those additional attacks. Fourteen minutes after receiving the active shooter call, responding officers shot and killed the assailant. We often say it is easy to feel helpless in times like these, and it is, and we do. Scripture encourages us to mourn, to pray, and to love with action and truth. We're giving $1,000 to support victims' families through the verified GoFundMe link in this episode's show notes. If you feel led, give with us. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The prayer of a righteous person is very powerful in its effect. Let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Mourn with those who mourn. Massive protests prompted Israel's ruling coalition to halt controversial changes to the judiciary system, at least until the summer. Prime Minister Netanyahu had called for a big shakeup, arguing that the Knesset, Israel's legislative branch, should have the power to overrule the Supreme Court with a simple majority. Netanyahu argues this change would rein in an unchecked judiciary. The reaction has been not great. Opponents say Netanyahu is behaving like a dictator, and the protests really gained steam when Netanyahu fired the country's defense minister, a member of Netanyahu's party, after the defense minister publicly criticized the proposed judicial changes. Recent reports suggest President Biden may invite Netanyahu to the White House, but no official invite has been sent. Experts say an invite and visit could be a boost for the beleaguered PM. Here's a verse to consider when wondering if there's any earthly government structure that will truly be fair. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Matthew 6, verse 33. Silicon Valley Bank, SVB, has a new owner. First Citizens Bank shares bought $72 billion of SVB's assets from the FDIC, which took control of the bank after its sudden collapse earlier this month. First Citizens got a pretty good deal. 23% of the purchase price, $16.5 billion off, and multiple protections in the event things go south, five-year loss sharing, and a $70 billion line of credit. First Citizens stock jumped 55% after the deal was announced. The FDIC says SVB's failure will cost them around $20 billion, and yesterday the Senate Banking Committee grilled officials from the FDIC, Treasury Department, and Federal Reserve about how this happened. 
Generally, the officials defended their agency's responses and blamed the collapses on poor decisions by bank executives, but also voiced support for stricter regulation of mid-sized banks. Our hope is never contingent on economic security. It's much more secure than that. Regardless of whether things get worse or better during your lifetime, everything eventually ends well for followers of Christ. Job 12 verse 10 says, The life of every living thing is in his hand, as well as the breath of all humanity. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Element. Rob Wolf, a biochemist, New York Times bestselling author, and a member of Navy SEAL Resiliency Committee, started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because, you know, he's clearly a slacker. When he told his trainers he felt depleted, they simultaneously said he needed electrolytes, and Element was born. Element is the tasty electrolyte drink that gives you everything you need and nothing you don't, whether you're doing jujitsu or just writing emails. That means a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, and no sugar. Element is giving the pour-over listeners eight single-serve packs free with any order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors, or share Element with a friend. Don't worry, they offer no questions asked refunds. It's truly risk-free, so try it today. Check out the link in our show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Enough chemicals for a superhero origin story spilled into the Delaware River, prompting a water advisory for all of Philadelphia. After residents rushed to purchase all available bottled water, officials said tap water is safe through at least 11.59 p.m. today. In North Dakota, crews in hazmat suits tackled a separate chemical spill after, yes, another train derailment. The claw from Pizza Planet started descending for Disney employees this week, as CEO Bob Iger announced the start of an expected 7,000 layoffs. It's part of a global cost-cutting effort that will take place in three waves, with the majority given the sad you have been chosen in a second wave next month. No, he didn't write another book. This time, Prince Harry is in the news for a lawsuit against Associated Newspapers, which publishes British tabloid The Daily Mail. Allegations include phone hacking, bugging homes and cars, and recording private phone conversations. The Spares co-plaintiffs include Sir Elton John, John's husband, David Furnish, and actresses Liz Hurley and Sadie Frost. At least 40 people are dead and 29 injured after a fire broke out at a Mexico immigration facility near the U.S. border. Allegedly, migrants staying in the facility started the fire after hearing they would be deported. The tragedy has human rights groups outraged, saying it highlights a broken system. Prosecutors allege that FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried, known as SBF, paid a $40 million bribe to a Chinese government official to regain access to $1 billion in frozen cryptocurrency back in 2021. SBF, currently under house arrest with only a flip phone, faces 12 other charges related to using customer funds from FTX to keep his other company, Alameda Research, afloat. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Friday.